You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Tuesday, September the 28th of 2021. My name is Lucas Smith, the host of the show, and it's been a fun couple of weeks to be a St. Louis Cardinals follower. And as they go for a win number 17 in a row tonight, they had an off day yesterday. Felt weird that the Cardinals were on this incredible, historic, mind-blowing, super fun run, and they have an off day in, mixed in there. They had an off day on Thursday the 16th as well, uh, but back then it wasn't a 16-game winning streak quite yet. was not quite as historic, uh, but now the Cardinals are have an off day. Everybody should be fully rested, ready to go. Bullpen should be pretty well open to use anybody, and they have a three-game set with the division-winning, division-winners, Milwaukee Brewers. All the credit in the world goes to Milwaukee. They have performed very well this year. Um, I didn't have them winning the division, had the Cardinals winning the division, but the Cardinals still, in the next six games, have an opportunity to still be um, a a 90-win team as they go into play today, 87-69, and eliminated from the division, as I mentioned, but their magic number, as I mentioned in the open of the YouTube video, is down to one as the history... um, looks to continue itself for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, the Reds won yesterday against the Pittsburgh Pirates in their one-game series to close out their home portion of their schedule. Reds now play the um, White Sox tonight in Chicago. They've also clinched their division, and the Phillies are at Atlanta. So Phillies-Braves series has a lot of playoff implications because whoever loses that series is likely going to lose the division because over in the AL East, Atlanta is sitting at 83-72 and 72 in first place, and in second place are those Phillies at 81-75, and 75, so just two-and-a-half games out of that first place and like I said one game out of the wild card are the Phillies so the Cardinals can end the Phillies uh, wild card hopes with a win tonight if the Reds and Phillies both lose tonight that would also clinch for the St. Louis Cardinals but it's always more um, satisfying to win a game to clinch the postseason because if you clinch by by a, by a loss it just that doesn't diminish it because the playoffs are still the playoffs but I've always been one of the state of mind to say hey if you're going to clinch a playoff spot go win a ball game win the game and uh, win it on your own terms, I guess is the way to say that. And the Cardinals can start their on their own terms by looking at game one tonight in this three-game series. 6.45 is the first pitch for the St. Louis Cardinals. So on the show today, we're talking about today's game a lot, as well as previewing the next two games, and then highlighting the players of the week, because the Cardinals have had their fair share of players of the week in the last number of weeks. Harrison Bader being the most recent winner of that award, having a phenomenal last week, uh, announced that he was the winner of that award yesterday. Uh, But tonight, Adam Wainwright looks to right the ship. Adam Wainwright might be making his last start of the regular season. Um, I, I would like to see if the Cardinals are able to clinch tonight, maneuver the rotation so that he would start the wild card game. Um, but, but all likelihood pointing to one of, if not one of his last two uh, regular season starts, nothing announced officially yet. But even with his uh, ERA getting blown up a little bit here in the last couple of starts, especially with that one earned or that, that one bad start coming against Milwaukee in his most recent start in Milwaukee when he gave up five earned runs, his ERA is still going to be the lowest it has been in a full season since 2014. 
Um, even if you take out that, it's going to be the lowest since 2015. 15, he had a 1.61 ERA in an injury-shortened season. Last season, it sat at 3.15 and 31 starts. He's making his 32nd start tonight, which will be his most starts since 2016 in a season in which he made 33 starts. He has not um, made. He, I'm sorry, he made 31 starts in 2019. Um, in 2018, he did not make, make only eight starts. He was injured there. So, even despite the ERA blowing up, which is the point that I was trying to make or ballooning up, however you want to say it. He is still having a phenomenal year for a four-year-old, has a chance to win 17 games. That's remarkable, in my opinion. Adam Wainwright still deserves all the credit in the world for what he's doing this season, and all signs point to him coming back as a Cardinal next season. He said he's playing one more, so it's going to be fun to see him pitch as a 40, and then 41-year-old at this point next season is a late August birthday. But he's going to look to settle in early. If you guys watched the YouTube, um, the game on YouTube last Thursday, because the game that he started on Thursday was YouTube's game of the week, uh, so you could only watch it on YouTube. They, they they talked about the fact that you could, or the the fact that any any starter, but Wainwright in particular, the the key to him is to getting him early, and the Brewers got to him early with a Taylor grand slam in that first inning. Taylor hitting another home run a little bit later, and they were no doubters. They were not cheap shots. There aren't too many cheap shots in uh, Milwaukee. Most of those are flying out of there at a pretty high rate. But nevertheless, for Wainwright, it's going to be getting a good start early. And also, he has corrected this over the course of the season. But I think him starting at home this this start bodes well for him as well. Because even though he has corrected um, his early woes on the road when he had a really bad start against Cincinnati and San Diego... He still had a much better record and ERA in numbers at home. In 18 home starts, he's got a 272 ERA, 8-5, 122 and one-third innings. He's given up just 99 hits. Opponents hitting just 218, striking out 104 batters and a whip of one, or excuse me, of 0.98. And in just 13 starts on the road, he's given up 10 home runs. Um, and he's eight and two. He still gets the wins, but 358 ERA. So the, the runs when he gives them up come in bunches. So Wainwright's key is going to be starting the game off on a right foot as well as keeping the ball in the ballpark because when he keeps the ball in the ballpark, he tends to win games. He's only given up, like like I just mentioned, 20 home runs or has given up 20 home runs on the year, 10 at home, 10 on the road. So when it, he's overall been very good at keeping the ball in the ballpark. It's just a matter of can he get off to a good start. You know what you're going to get the curveball-wise. You know what you're going to get from Adam Wainwright. You've known for a long time what you're going to get from Adam Wainwright, and that is the hook. you got a good sinker, cutter, change-up mix in there a little bit as well, but obviously the bread-and-butter pitch for Mr. Wainwright is the uh, curveball. The Brewers starter has pitched very well against St. Louis this season. His most recent start against St. Louis came on the 21st of September when he went six innings, gave up two hits, an earned run, walked one, struck out ten. And, of course, I'm talking about Brandon Woodruff at the time of this recording. He is the scheduled starter for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, also this season, he went seven and two-thirds inning to give up three hits, an earned run, struck out ten on May the 12th, and as well as on August 19th, fared so-so, five innings, six earned runs. So two really good, one not so good for Mr. Woodruff. The Cardinals are going to have to get to him early, and the, the long ball is what hurt Woodruff in that start against the Cardinals. Uh, the, the bad one that I mentioned in August, the only ser- game of that series the Cardinals won, uh, was a long ball help to out the Cardinals that series. So the, the keys for both pitchers are going to be the same. Can Wainwright keep the ball in the ballpark, and then can Woodruff keep the ball in the ballpark? Um, home runs tend to kill a team, especially in today's baseball. And St. Louis, uh, Bush Stadium, some of the metrics point towards it being a pitcher's-friendly ballpark, but 
as I talked about on yesterday's show, if you missed it on YouTube, if you missed it on on podcasting platform, I talked a lot about the offense because the offense, to me, has been the catalyst and the absolute story of this winning streak. The absolute 180-degree flip turnaround of this offense during this streak has been phenomenal. They scored 148 runs in just 26 games in the month of September. They have six games remaining um, in this portion. Whenever they they group months, usually on BaseballReference.com, they do March slash April, and then they do September slash October. So in September slash October, they've already scored more runs this month than they have in any month prior. 148. That's a lot of runs. They're slugging over 460 as a team this month. Just ungodly, unworldly numbers for this offense. And you know, I was on a podcast, the the, the Nest podcast last night, uh, streamed on their Twitter and Facebook and things of that nature. Uh, Six Central is when it streamed. Uh, and I, I talked about how, and I talked about it on this show too, about how. The team we saw in June and the team we see now, the Cardinals are somewhere in between that, obviously, but I think they're closer to this September team of having a good offense, having a good pitching staff, and winning a lot of games in a short amount of time. But I I have a lot of confidence in Wainwright tonight. The Cardinals, you could say they're a pretty prideful team. They take pride in the the Cardinal way and and living up to the the standards of teams past, of years past, of championships past. And I think that they're going to had the same state of mind that I do in terms of let's win and clinch on our own terms. Even if the other two games get over before um, b- before the Cardinals do, uh, because if you look at what, when the other teams play, Philadelphia and Atlanta play at set, or 6.20 local time, and the um, White Sox and Reds play at uh, 7.10. So that one might not get over, um, but the Phillies game might. So even if those games are over, let's win. Let's let's celebrate on our own terms. If I'm a Cardinal player, that's what I'm saying. That's the message I'm giving the team. And I think that with Adam Wainwright, you have the perfect guy on the mound. Even with his last start aside, his stuff wasn't sharp. He gave up a couple home runs. He did not pitch well. Not trying to to defend that start, but because of Adam Wainwright's track record, I think that you have to feel pretty good about him coming in after a bad start doesn't usually tend to have a string of bad starts usually um, picks picks things back up after after a loss and goes out there and gets outs so that's going to do it for segment number one you got to feel really confident in game number one because of Adam Wainwright on the mound. Game numbers two, games number two and three, a little bit different. Starters already announced for tomorrow's game, not yet for Thursday, according to MLB.com. But I'll still break down tomorrow's game, talk about the series, and talk about some playoff implications and why I would rather play the Dodgers in a um, one-game playoff than the Giants, especially if the Giants slash Dodgers are the next team, why I would rather play the Giants in a series. And then I'll talk about, as I mentioned, the players of the week. So all that coming up here in just a moment on Locked on Cardinals. But I want to tell you about this incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. So if you buy gas, listen up. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. So just download the free Get Upside in the App Store or Google Play Store right now and use promo code BASEBALL and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on the first fill up. That is up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back by using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code BASEBALL to get 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three thousand dollars in cash back a month. There's no catch. This cash back gets added directly to your uh, bank account and you can 
cash out anytime as well using PayPal or eGift Card, Amazon, other brands as well. Just download the free GetUpside app today and use promo code BASEBALL for up to 50 cents a gallon back on that first fill-up. Again, that is GetUpside and the promo code to enter, BASEBALL. Cardinals have an opportunity, as I mentioned tonight, to get the win and to clinch a playoff spot. But if, let's just say they don't, Phillies and Reds win, and the playoff chase moves on to another day. So looking at Wednesday's game, a 645 first pitch again, and this time it's going to be Adrian Hauser versus Miles Michaelis. Adrian Hauser has had some pretty good success against the St. Louis Cardinals in his most recent start on September the 23rd. Went six innings, gave up five hits, and earned run, struck, or walked two, and struck out three. You go a start back further than that. You have his incredible... Um, excuse me. If you go back start further than that, you have another dominant performance from Mr. Hauser against the Redbirds um, in the month... Excuse me, in the month of September, he went nine innings, no earned runs, seven strikeouts. That was back on the 4th of September. Apologies for that stutter there. Uh, but Adrian Hauser has had some success in his two most recent starts against the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm of the state of mind that the more you see a pitcher, the easier it is to hit. You know, you went from zero earned runs in nine innings against Adrian Hauser to one earned run in six innings. So you're on the right track. Hauser also had to start against the Cardinals back on April the 10th when he went five innings, gave up an unearned run. So you went from zero earned runs to zero earned runs to one earned run on the right track. And I think that the Cardinals have to feel pretty good about their offense continuing its hot streak going into this, this game. Because even though the Cardinals had an off day yesterday, the mindset still has to be that this team is on fire. This team is still the hottest team in baseball. And in my opinion, even if they lose the next six games, knock on wood to say that that doesn't happen. I don't know if you heard that or not. I was knocking on wood. Um, but nevertheless, if the Cardinals lose six games, make the playoffs, Phillies and Reds lose one of the next six games, th- this team is still going to be one of the hottest teams in baseball because they're going to be 20-12. and 12. That's a very, um, very satisfying month, in my opinion. I don't think anybody would, would shy away from a 20 and 12 month every single month. Still very hot, still in a roll, but the Cardinals are obviously looking to do more than that, and especially pl- finishing out at home because it wasn't full capacity to start the season. The Cardinals played some bad baseball in June once the Cardinals did go to full capacity at Bush Stadium, so the fans maybe didn't necessarily come out in droves to see the Cardinals play early on this season, and now the Cardinals are playing some really, really, really Good baseball that the Cardinal fans are probably going to want to see. I hope that Bush is packed tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday. Or tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, excuse me. I think, you know, Adam Wainer and the Cardinals partnered with the Big League Impact for that deal. You know, $5 tickets uh, this series and some $10 tickets next series against the Cubs. Or uh, for one day against the Cubs. I forget how it all works. I don't think the weekend uh, countered into that. Um, but, but nevertheless, you can get some cheap tickets to see some really good baseball. I know the Brewers are eliminated. And I know that the Cubs are eliminated and rebuilding and out of the playoff race for a long time and not a good team. But but nevertheless, it, it's still Cardinal baseball. It's still baseball, and especially tonight when the Cardinals don't have anything secured. Because could it happen that the Cardinals go 0-6 and either the Reds or Phillies go 6-0? Yes, it very well could happen. Will it happen? I'm going to make a bold prediction and say no. But nevertheless, nothing is secured right now for the Cardinals. So the Cardinals, you're still going to see some good driven baseball today, inspired baseball tonight from the St. Louis Cardinals. At least that would be the goal. And you get to see Adam Wainwright pitch against Milwaukee. So if you're on the fence about going or not going, go tonight 
And if you're on the fence about going not going tomorrow, even if the Cardinals clinch tonight, go tomorrow. Because I think you're going to see the Cardinals hopefully finally figure out how to hit and score runs off of Adrian Hauser. And you will also get to see Miles Michaelis continue his string or look to continue his string of good starts because Michaelis is tabbed with the start tomorrow. When you look at his last three starts, they've each gotten better. Five innings, four in runs against the Reds on the 11th of September. Cardinals did win that game. That was the first game in their winning streak. The 17th of September against the San Diego Padres. He went five and two-thirds of an inning, gave up just three hits, no earned runs, and three strikeouts. That's a very solid start. In his most recent start against the Milwaukee Brewers on September the 22nd, seven innings, two earned runs, three strikeouts, four hits, gave up a hook. Uh, home runs to, to give up those two earned runs. So each of his last couple starts have gotten better and better. So that's also a reason to go tomorrow because the Cardinals are going to need Miles Michaelis to get a lot of outs this October should they advance to the postseason and should they advance past the wild card game. So Miles Michaelis is going to be somebody that the Cardinals need. And in my opinion, it would be it's it's fun to watch Miles Michaelis pitch when he's at his best or even when he's right because it is you know, it could be a clinic out there, how to get out quickly, early in account, and weak contact as well. No no starters announced as of right now, this recording early Tuesday morning for the Thursday game at 12.15 uh, Central, the first pitch. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what that ends up being. Maybe the Cardinals, if they clinch in the next two days, are able to maneuver their rotation around. Brewers are probably trying to move their, maneuver their rotation around as well, getting guys reps in and things of that nature. But I mentioned, should the Cardinals pass the wild card round? Because the Cardinals are going to play, if they make the postseason in the wild card round, they're going to be the visiting team. No question about it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Who would you rather play, the Dodgers or the Giants? They're both very competitive teams. Uh, October is going to show who's for real or not, at least who's for real in this October 2021. And no disrespect to the Giants, they're still a very formidable foe. But the Cardinals have fared very well against the Giants this season. If you remember right before the All-Star break, the Cardinals swept San Francisco in San Francisco. Pretty solid um Pretty, pretty solid result against a pretty solid team. The Cardinals have played San Francisco six times this season, uh, both of them in, right around that, that all-star break. Um, and they have fared a lot better against Sandy, or San Francisco than they have Los Angeles. So let, let's look at that for a moment. The Cardinals lost two out of three against the Dodgers right before June and then split with the Dodgers here in their hot month of September. You go back to the Giants series, the Cardinals, like I mentioned, I'm sorry, they didn't sweep. They took two out of three against the Giants in San Francisco, and then took two out of three against the Giants um, in St. Louis. So the Cardinals are four and two against the Giants this season uh, in, in their six games. And the Cardinals, like I mentioned, against the Dodgers, lost two out of three and then split the four-game set a couple weeks ago. So in terms of that nature, or looking at just that, the Cardinals have a better record against the Giants. So you'd rather play the Giants. Here's where it gets interesting for me. A one-game playoff, obviously, means you only have to play a team once. I would much rather face the Dodgers one time than have to beat the Dodgers three times in five games. I'm not saying beating the Giants in three times in five games is going to be easy either, but I think that beating the Giants three times in five day five games will be easier than beating the Dodgers three times in five games because of that rotation and because of just how deadly that Dodger lineup is, top to bottom. Again, every, everything in the playoffs is going to be tough. But if it's me and if, and if I'm picking who the Cardinals get to play in the postseason based on the current model, based on how these standings are looking, I'm picking the Dodgers in a one-game playoff. 
and then place the Giants after that. Go go from there. Right now, the cart or the Dodgers and Giants are separated by two games, and the Giants' magic number to clinch the National League West is five. So all signs right now, in my opinion, point to um, the Giants winning the NL West. And I think, in all honesty, that would be beneficial for the Cardinals. Yes, you're going to have to face Max Scherzer in the wild card game, um, and that's going to be tough. But who knows? Maybe the Giants and Dodgers go to a game 163. Scherzer's used up in that start. Then you face somebody else. Who knows? Uh, but nevertheless, it, it's not going to be easy whoever the Cardinals have to play. But I would much rather play the Dodgers for one game and the Giants in five versus the Giants for one and then the Dodgers for five. We'll see how it goes. First things first. That's down the road. That's another deeper discussion later. First things first. Cardinals have to take care of business tonight and win tonight to clinch a postseason birth because right now as i mentioned that is not guaranteed what does help them clinch a postseason birth or get to this position to do so is the hot september and that has been due to some incredible offense and that has led to some cardinals winning players of the week i'll break those players down and say why that's so impressive and why as jeffrey jones tweeted out um yesterday or the day before it was yesterday after bader got um uh selected that Goldschmidt might as well go ahead and win Player of the Month. But I'll talk about why Players of the Week are so impressive and why the Cardinals uh, winning them is so impressive coming up here in just a moment. Uh, That's where I want to tell you about some fun sponsors and some ways that you could win some money with Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all the pro and college football action this season. They have a new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, Contest at betonline.ag. You can't go wrong. It continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website today or use your mobile device and sign up for a 100% welcome bonus. 100% of your money will be added on as a welcome bonus when you're using promo code NFL100. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up and use a promo code NFL100. From football, baseball, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is your fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports favorites, as well as your online sportsbook experts. This episode is also brought to you in part by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless, intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter looks up at their computer and orders the parts that they happen to have when you have access to rockauto.com in your pocket, on the go, or at home on your computer. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. You can don't spend up to 100% more on parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every single customer. They have everything you need, whether you need a brake part, a tail lamp, a motor, some motor oil, or even a new carpet. Go to explore their easy-to-use website today and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. They're at rockauto.com. Harrison Bader is your reigning National League Player of the Week for the National League. I already said that. Um, and the Cardinals have gotten... A fair amount of those this season um, here in the month, especially in the month of September. You look at 
Um, the first week of September, it was Frank Schwindel. Then you had Max Scherzer. But you had Tyler O'Neill win it last week for the St. Louis Cardinals. And then you had Harrison Bader win it this most recent week. You've also had Tommy Edmond get a win, uh, a player of the week a little bit earlier this season. Um, as my light just went out on YouTube. I apologize. Uh, but he won it for the last week of August. And that's impressive because the Cardinals don't tend to get a lot of uh, National League week um, players of the week honor. And Harrison Bader definitely deserved it. He had some big moments. Seems like it was really quiet moments too as well for Harrison Bader. I feel like for me anyways, a lot of the storylines, a lot of the, of the attention was going to um, Paul Goldschmidt, Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newtbar, even Paul DeYoung got some stories this weekend for, or last weekend for his home runs. But Harrison Bader had it, has had a phenomenal last seven days. 538 average, a 566 on base, a 1,038 slugging percentage, 14 for 26, three home runs, six runs driven in, a couple stolen bases in there as well. This is the Harrison Bader that, you know, again, it's hard to expect somebody to hit 536 or 538 for a whole season. But in my opinion, this is the kind of Bader that the Cardinals are more expecting. One that hits a lot of extra base hits, is laying off the slider down and away. It, it, he's had a much better September than he had August, and that was after he had a much better July than he had it, really his season or his career. So I think that Harrison Bader coming, kind of coming into his own. And the fact that the Cardinals have two players of the weeks in one month and th- uh, three out of the last five, shows you how incredibly in tune this offense is with itself right now. They are on a roll. Players of the week are not easy to win. A lot of good performances the week in and week out. Cardinals were able to get a solid performance from Harrison Bader this last week. This lineup is incredibly deep at this moment. It is, Harrison Bader is hitting 7th, 6th, 7th, 8th in, in the lineup, and he's winning player of the week. Is that bad lineup construction? I, I, I don't know. That That's a different debate for a different time. Harrison Bader... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Do not touch Harrison Bader's spot in the lineup right now. Um, but to me, like I mentioned, the player of the week is just concrete evidence that this offense right now is clicking at an all-time high. All-time for this season, historically, whatever you want to say, this offense right now is on a roll 100%, and this is concrete physical evidence that this the concrete physical evidence that you have Bader, Edmund, O'Neill, all winning players of the week. Cardinals have had players of the week um, the, earlier in the season as well. But these three so close to one another is a perfect example of, of how the Cardinals are just absolutely on another planet right now. And I just wanted to give props to Bader and O'Neill. The last two players of the week have been Cardinals. And they look to finish up with a, a third consecutive player of the week this week. Who will it be? Who knows? Uh, before I get out of here, I do want to share some of your wacky, weird, bizarre uh, predictions that you guys uh, shared on the Twitter and Instagram page, uh, uh, LO underscore Cardinals. Uh, you guys had some fun ones. We're going to start with the Twitter. Uh, some crazy predictions. Hunter Landstrom at HLandstrom01 says, Run down triple play in the top of the ninth, followed by Paul Goldschmidt hitting a walk-off grand slam. That would be wacky, and that's a wacky one that I would love to see. Some of the there's one that's negative or uh, a worst nightmare one, which I think is interesting, and that is by uh, Trevor Trevor Nolan or Nolan N O W L I N. We get no hit. Hashtag worst nightmare. <laughs> that would be pretty bad. You know, losing today might not be the end of the world, but getting no hit definitely. Um, Definitely would be bad. Um, also on Twitter, Ballpark Story. Uh, Ballpark Stories is at Ballpark Story. says, Bader backflip. He was bring, uh, hanging out with Ozzy yesterday. I think Bader pulling off a backflip with that hair could look pretty majestic. 
Bader definitely has um, some majestic hair. Is it too long? Is it whatever? That's a different <laughs> different debate. Uh, I don't want to get into a fashion debate, but Harrison Bader pulling off a backflip is definitely weird and wacky. A lot more on the Instagram. Uh, Aaron.Fackler says, Wayno throws a no-hitter and then gives the Harrison Bader celebration for the emoji. So Wayno no-hitter is not the only one that we have. Uh, Cody Noonery also put uh, Wayno throws a no-hitter or throws a no-no. Uh, another Wayno centered one was by Andrew Burton underscore 24. Wayno hits a home run. If Wayno does either one of those things, that would be a win in my book. Most Saints fan 2002. I don't know, but they better win because I'm going. LOL. Most Saints fan 2002. Enjoy the game. Enjoy Wainwright. I hope something of those things that I just happened uh, mentioned happen as well. Marie Lutz says homers from each of the MV3, assuming the meaning there, um, O'Neill, Goldschmidt, and Arenado. It'd be pretty uh, neat to see all three of them home run. Matthew Hunter, 1128. Cards clinch on a Molina walk-off. How poetic and iconic would that be? That'd be incredible. Um, T Wild 6 says cards put up 10. Wayno, complete game shutout. Thank you for all those um, submitting responses there. I would love all those to happen except for a uh, no-hitter by the Brewers. If there's going to be no-hitter tonight, I hope that it is Wainwright and the Cardinals. That's going to do it for today's show. Running a tad long, but that is okay. Lots of stuff to talk about. Your responses, breaking down the game. A lot of winning going on right now in Cardinal Nation. Follow me on Twitter, at LJFastball. If you're watching on YouTube, that is right here. Follow me on or follow the show, rather, on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, that is also right here. If not, you can find it in the description or search it on your social media um, platform of choice. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll be back tomorrow bright and early with the show for you guys, uh, breaking down the hopeful win and postseason clinching win for the St. Louis Cardinals. But until I talk to you then, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.